today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. A lot of controversy, of course, about vaccine distribution and what's gone on in this country and uh, some bad news, of course, from our Canadian government over the last little while, which led to some speculation that uh, because of the uh, the relationship between Canada and the U.S. and how the U.S. vaccine program seems to be going along okay, that maybe, just maybe, uh, they might be able to lend us a helping hand because uh, there is, of course, vaccine production going on in the United States but uh, apparently uh, President Joe Biden plans to uphold the U.S. policy of guaranteeing that Americans will be inoculated uh, before any other country, including Canada, should share in that. Reggie Cicchini, a Washington correspondent for Global News, uh, joins us from uh, the nation's capital, south of the border. Reggie, thanks so much for the time. Great to have you with us again today. Good morning. Uh, the, the relationship between the two countries obviously seems to be much better uh, with the Biden administration. Uh, but this whole idea about uh, the vaccination program, uh, I think, was a, probably a false hope. Uh, what are you hearing right now? Is is the program going along as well as, as, as anticipated by the Biden administration? I mean, look, it, it's beating uh, targets. The target was for one million uh, doses a day to be administered. Uh, and, well, Joe Biden is now admitting that herd immunity is likely not going to take place uh, by the end of the summer, which had been kind of discussed through the inner parts of the administration. Uh, he is uh, saying that he's pleased with what he sees, uh, you know, between one and 1.5 million vaccinations a day helps him get to that 100 million in 100 days that he's been looking for. Uh, and, and it kind of gives hope to Americans that have been really uh, kind of stuck uh, in this kind of groundhog day of a never ending virus in this country. Problem is, you know, it's still not enough vaccine to reach what he wanted for he- herd immunity, which might not actually happen until sometime next year. Reggie, is the concern there, and again, I, I know we're kind of you know, flip-flopping between the, the political element of this and certainly the medical element, but I mean, the, the fact that, you know, the Dr. Fauci's and others are working so closely with the, the Biden administration on this uh, means that these things are tied together. But I, are they concerned about the, the new variations on the virus and the impact that could have even on the vaccination program? Look, they are. Uh, and it becomes uh, more obvious for that concern when you see places like South Africa saying that the uh, the AstraZeneca vaccine might not be as uh, effective in dealing with the mutation that was first discovered in South Africa. You know, it's one thing because AstraZeneca hasn't been approved in the United States. They're still anticipating that Johnson & Johnson uh, uh, emergency use coming in the next several days. Uh, But there is a fear here that these mutations could potentially get worse. Uh, There was one health uh, advisor that we speak with over the weekend uh, who made a point of saying, look, the the regular virus, uh, you know, if one person gets it, they can transmit it to two people. With these variations, one person can get it and then transmit it to three people. Uh, and you start to see these numbers start to increase uh, as the days go by. So there is a fear here that even with the vaccines working as they are right now, there simply could become a rush on hospitalizations because we're starting to see more people fall ill. What about this idea about, about maybe the U.S. lending a helping hand here? I know that uh, the, under the Trump administration, they said it was going to be U.S. only. We get that. Uh, and that seemed to be the policy. The Biden administration, the reporting we saw anywhere on this side of the border, Reggie, was uh, they haven't overturned that yet, but they haven't said, no, we're not going to do that. Uh, the, the, is, is it because they haven't gotten around to deciding that yet, or have they just decided to uphold that, that Trump policy? Well, I mean, look, this is an administration that's actively worked to try and undo four years of what we saw under Donald Trump, especially when it came to that kind of America first isolationist policy. Uh, but this one uh, appears to be kind of staying in place. We have not seen a rush on Joe Biden's part to overturn that America first policy when it came to the vaccines. And even the White House press office is saying that the goal is to give the vaccine 
to Americans first. And look, you have to look at it this way. Americans put the bill for uh, this vaccine development by the billions of dollars. Uh, so you can only imagine that within the U.S. government, no matter who the president is, they're going to want to ensure that Americans see some kind of return on investment, uh, which is why you're not seeing this quick pushback to say, well, sure, we're developing all this vaccine. Now let's put it out there so that everyone else gets it uh, before the U.S. And we have to remember that the U.S., you know, was 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 and remains still one of the worst uh, uh, countries in the world when it comes to uh, how coronavirus has impacted uh, kind of day to day living. So they are continuing on this with, with this, you know, America first policy. Obviously, it's doing something, uh, you know, detrimental to Canada's ability to get that vaccine rolled out. Uh, but this is simply something that Joe Biden has is so far unwilling to overturn. And, and your point's well taken. I mean, you know, we still remember Operation Warp Speed, which was initiated uh, by the past administration, and they dumped billions of dollars into research and development for this thing. And I guess uh, common sense would indicate that, look, at, you know, this is our money. This is our, our project. Uh, we want to make sure that we benefit from this before we start looking elsewhere. Yeah, and 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 they're they're simply saying that this isn't you know it's 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 you have to look at it from from how Biden is looking at it to how Donald Trump looked at it. Donald Trump looked at it uh, kind of as a financial asset, saying, "Look, we paid for this; we should be able to have it." Uh, and he kind of ignored everyone else out there. Joe Biden, at least, is saying, "Look, Americans paid for it, and America is doing poorly when it comes to trying to deal with this virus." So he's simply trying to say Americans need to be vaccinated because. We're trying to get America back up onto the world stage. And if we can show that America can do it, then anyone else can. You know, it does hurt the other countries. You know, you end up in a position where Canada is likely having to go to the COVAX uh, uh, kind of uh, deal to try and, and, and get vaccines that way. You know, we'll have to see how this plays out. We are hearing that places like Pfizer, places like Moderna are going to be able to increase uh, by, you know, more than 50 percent what their ability is to pump out vaccine in the coming months. That could help uh, in trying to alleviate some of that backlog. But for now, uh, Joe Biden, in a rarity, is siding with how Donald Trump operated. And it's interesting about this, too, because governments tend to, you know, not want to step on each other's toes, at least this administration anyway. Uh, and nobody in Washington that I could see anyway, Reggie, uh, has has even spoken about this. But on the Canadian side, uh, we do know that uh, when the, the prime minister talked with Vice President Kamala Harris a week or so ago, uh, the staff said that the access to vaccines, and that was the phrase they used, uh, was discussed, which kind of means, and I, I would extrapolate from that, that, yeah, they probably brought it up and said, hey, could you, would you? Uh, and I don't know if they got a no from that or we'll take that into consideration. Have you, have you had any inkling at all in Washington about whether or not that discussion took place? No, uh, you, you, the access part uh, is kind of how it's being discussed down here. Again, you know, it, it's kind of further down uh, on the, the daily news list when it comes to uh, what's happening around the country. But, you know, access is, again, a word that needs to be taken very uh, loosely as, you know, does that mean access down the road? Does that mean that, you know, we'll give you some spillover if there's any left? Uh, you know, that's something that, that we have to wait and see how that's going to play out. But, you know, I think it's going to be important to watch how these vaccines continue to be developed. And if we can see an increase in output, that could assist not only the U.S. and not only Canada, but really kind of the global population that really is desperately waiting uh, for some kind of news or for other vaccines to eventually become approved. Uh, and I guess the other element of this, too, uh, is <laughs> they've got other things on their mind. I mean, the impeachment is, uh, hearing is supposed to start uh, tomorrow, uh, initially, of course, and with the arguments going. We already have an inkling as to uh, the arguments that the, the president's attorneys are going to have and certainly what the uh, the Democrats in the Senate are going to try to propose right now. Uh, what's the buzz? I mean, the, the, the indication from we saw from your reporting over the weekend, Reggie, is that, uh, that 
this is going to go through. I mean, they, they can control the Senate, of course, because of the, the slim majority they have when the Vice President uh, Kamala Harris is there to, to do the deciding vote. So there's probably going to be a trial, but is, is it is it assumed right now that the outcome has already been determined by the way that the Republicans are, are responding? Yeah, look, Republicans are still trying to push this this kind of message that the trial itself is unconstitutional. Uh, and, and essentially what that is doing is saying, look, maybe Donald Trump should be held responsible, but he's not in office anymore. So therefore, we can't impeach him. Uh, and Democrats are simply laughing it off, saying the reason that this is being held after Donald Trump is out of office is because the Senate was not recalled. You did not allow us to have this trial in a quick fashion in the days and weeks after January 6th, but before Donald Trump left office on uh, Inauguration Day. So they are simply saying, look, we're going to try to hold Donald Trump accountable. We are going to present you with video evidence. We are going to use the president's words against him. Uh, and then it can be your decision, Mr. and Mrs. Senator, to figure out whether or not you want to hold Donald Trump accountable and never let him hold office again. We know that uh, the vote on constitutionality is going to take place tomorrow and then initial arguments from both sides are coming on Wednesday. So whether Republicans want to do it or not, we are within hours of this actually starting. How long is this going to take? Is this going to be days, weeks? Uh, I mean, the trial itself. Yeah, I mean, look, there's a push to try and get it done quick because it does get in the way of the Biden agenda. And, you know, going back to when we were talking about COVID, Joe Biden really is trying to get this nearly $2 trillion bill passed Mm -hmm. through the Senate. It's reaching uh, kind of uh, a resistance from the Republican side, but because Democrats have the vote, they want to get that through. But the impeachment trial is going to get in the way of that. So there is a rush here to try and get this done. Will it take 21 days like the last impeachment? That was the shortest impeachment on record. It's unknown. But if we see arguments open up on Wednesday, 16 hours per side, obviously that takes us into Thursday. Then we have to have a request and a debate on whether witnesses are going to be called. Then there's no trial on Saturday, and it would resume on Sunday. So, I mean, we're already looking at at least one week, possibly a second week. The timeline is still kind of unknown right now. And, and I know we don't know the, the body and, and the, the breadth of exactly what's going to be presented, but my understanding, again, that as, as you guys have been reporting over the last couple of days, is the Democrats, are, I, I guess, are going to lean heavily on audiovisual. In other words, they want to replay what happened on the 6th, don't they? In other words, they don't want people to lose that visual. Yeah, and and look, the argument is that they're trying to say Donald Trump incited this insurrection because of his words. Republicans have really been focused on, you know, what Donald Trump said on the South Lawn of the White House in the moments before uh, the riot took place at the U.S. Capitol. Uh, And, well, that's kind of where Republicans are holding it, saying, well, Donald Trump used the word peaceful. Donald Trump didn't tell people to go uh, and carry out this vicious attack. Uh, Democrats will say, well, look, in that speech, Donald Trump said the word fight 16 times. Those associated with the president made it seem like they wanted some kind of aggressive action to take place. But Democrats are also focusing on the words and the rhetoric that came in the weeks and months before that, uh, which kind of exacerbated, you know, an already boiling situation in the days after the election where Donald Trump repeated uh, that kind of lie that he won the election and that it was stolen because of fraud, that Joe Biden's win was illegitimate. So they're looking at, you know, a cumulative number of weeks of rhetoric that they're trying to build up to what happened on January 6th, not just those words spoken in the moments before. It's going to be a very busy week. Look forward, as always, Reggie, to your reporting on this. Thanks so much for this today. Thank you. Take care. Reggie Cicchini, of course, uh, Global's uh, correspondent down on the Beltway in Washington. And as you say, with that going on, with the vaccine debate that's happening, uh, the relief bill, it's amazing. 
stunningly amazing that uh, they still don't have a relief package down there. I mean, there was a, a one that they did pass a couple of weeks ago that everybody knew was was not sufficient. Uh, and Biden, of course, as Reggie just reported to us, has been trying desperately uh, to try to up the ante on that and get more money into the hands of uh, uh, suffering Americans, businesses, and just ordinary citizens. And, boy, they, they just play political games down there so constantly. And uh, they don't seem to understand. I mean, get outside of Washington and see what kind of an impact that's having on people every day. Uh, but that kind of goes back to our discussion from earlier this uh, program, wasn't it, from uh, Dr. Jillian Horton, uh, that says that's that's the way politicians seem to think. You know, that's it's okay. What's best for me? That's what's best for everybody. And they don't tend to think about big picture and long term, sadly. And uh, we're, we're the ones, I guess, that have to bear the brunt of that. And we will continue to talk about that as that happens, though, of course, and keep holding their feet to the fire on this and so many other different issues. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.